and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is. And on this particular podcast, we will be recapping the challenge season 35, Total Madness, episode 10, The Final Countdown. Ooh, good job, babe. The Final Countdown is the name of this episode. The Final Countdown. You got it. <laughs> Um, this is not the final episode. I kind of feel like you always save the final countdown for when it feels like the final countdown. I understand that on this episode, there was a feeling that this might be towards the end of the show, right? Lots of talk about uh, the show. Yeah, we're getting to the end. Now, I mean, I don't want to talk about it on during our recap just because I don't think it's that important, but yeah. I, do, I do want to talk about it because we're talking about the title of this thing. Uh TJ says you've just reached like the halfway point or you're in the second half of the game. I think he says we're, we've passed the halfway point. I mean, and he, that adds an, that adds a layer of mystery because how past are we? I know. He wouldn't have said you're half you're past the halfway point. You got four point. more episodes left, guys. Right. Like so he 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 wouldn't have said that if we were like at the end. And yet it made everybody feel like they were at the end and they even titled it the final countdown. Um uh, I just found it to be odd. Um you know, and and I do wonder what these folks know. Like, do they know? Like, hey, Ugh. you're contracted to be here for 48 days. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. And they're m- putting notches on a bedpost trying to figure out. Um, you they're know. arranging the loofahs in the loofah closet to right. go count down days. Exactly. Yeah, I would also like to know how much they know. Um, I think that there's also it's interesting you bring that up because I think there's a part of that that has to do with eliminations as well. Like I think they know they're going to get a certain amount of eliminations that involve endurance or a certain amount of eliminations that involve like um, puzzles and stuff like that. Because Johnny later in this episode mentions uh, we're due for a headbanger and that had me scratching my head. Wondering what actually qualifies as a headbanger because haven't we seen that in the guys' eliminations with Nelson, um, you know, Jordan and Fessy and who was before that? Don't forget that? about Jay. Jay and Rogan. Like, and don't like those count as headbangers? Like, what is a headbanger then? If the last two guys' eliminations haven't been headbangers, then what the heck is a headbanger? I think it's just a Johnnyism. I mean, we'll go into okay. it. Okay. So this uh, episode, just to catch everybody up, we all know that uh, Anissa, last episode, Anissa sent home, can you believe it? She sent home Jenna right back into the arms of Zach. I hope she's okay. I hope they got a therapist. Then Casey sent, well, actually this happened in reverse order. Casey sent home Kayla. That happened first. Um, You know, Kayla's now living an incredible life in Florida with Sam bird from um love island and also from x on the peak wow been watching her instagram stories she seems to be having quite a life down there in florida they're loving life is there anything that uh, we need to catch up on from last episode nope okay so before we get into our recap i'd love you for you guys to rate us five stars on the apple podcast app oh my god i almost forgot to plug it and also we do a patreon where we do two episodes a month for five dollars a month the blowness tier uh, sign up for that, patreon.com forward slash reality blows, or you can just check out everything we do at realityblowspodcast.com. Ashley, 
Take it away. Returning to the bunker, we have Anissa, who is very happy to have a Red Skull. She's our first interview of this episode. And she says something to the effect of, in this game, you have to be risky. Okay? So that's the tone that's set for this episode. You know what this episode should be titled? Risky Business. Oh, snap. Then we see some people talking in the bunks. Wes has on those little eye patches, under eye gold eye patches to help with bags. I enjoyed that little moment of um, pampering. And they're t- he's talking to Nani. Nani's like, how's it feel? You broke up the Holy Trinity. You know, it's you. She basically is pinning it on Wes. You broke up the Holy Trinity. And Wes is like, yeah, I helped you. Uh, I, cut, I cut them loose. Um, they were dragging you down. We get a little interview from Nani being like, yeah, they having Kayla and Jenna here in the beginning was really great. But honestly, I was absorbing a lot of their stress and emotional issues. And I imagine that she would be. It seemed like that whole that was a chaotic friend group happening there with their romances. Nani's doing everything she can to make it seem like she really cared that Kayla and Jenna went home. I, I, I kind of feel... Like, once again, she has jumped alliances. She's now working with Wes because in this scene, Wes actually says, you know, now we just got to get me and work on getting me and you a Red Skull. Okay, here's the thing. I'm going to interrupt you. I don't think that she has jumped alliances. I think her alliance is always with Johnny. And I think Johnny's in an alliance with Wes. And so that means Nani's in an alliance with Wes. Okay. And I think that... You know, I think she's bummed her friends are gone. I don't know. I could be projecting. We're definitely not getting that in interviews from her. But I assume that she just wishes it had gone a different way. Mm. What do you think about that? I think that she likes her friends, but she knows it's not good for her game. So I think she's being pretty um, transparent on the show. Except for the fact that no one is putting into words that Nani has some sort of a deal with other people in this house other than the Holy Trinity. Yeah. Um, But you're right. Wes does say to Nani, now we got to get those skulls. Now we got to get you a skull. Then we see Josh FaceTiming his family. Oh, my God. Here we go. Pulling up my heartstrings. Lots of cute dogs. Cute family. They clearly love him. Everyone, he's tearing up. He's saying, I do this for my family. Josh is, uh, his family looks like they're a fun time. They look like a fun, like they look like a family full of love. I want to hang out with Josh and his family. His dad kept flexing. Yeah. Um, in his interview here, he says that he his one true wish is to make sure that his family is comfortable in life uh, because they have uh, been working for so many years and they're still working to take care of the family. Josh, one big brother, right? Yes. Do you think he gave them a lot of money or he's like, all right, that one's for me. I bet he did. The next one is for you guys because I kind of feel like you could have set your your folks up with like, you know, at least buying them a condo or something. You know what I mean? They, they seem to... to be in a big house in this FaceTiming. Yeah. I mean, who knows what their financial situation situation is but we do know that josh teared up guys this ain't gonna be the last time we talk about josh in this episode we you love know josh. this we love josh in this house even lily the cat loves josh um but yeah so it's just like a moment where he's saying i gotta do it for my family then we see Corey facetiming taylor his girlfriend and uh she's pregnant you know Corey says not only do i have a daughter but i have a pregnant girlfriend and then we see Taylor from, uh, we first were introduced to her on X on the Beach. Yeah. No? No. From Are, you, Are the you the One? She's been around, man. She's been around. She's an uh, MTV, uh, 
what is the word? Star. She's a, a house performer, you know? Yeah, yeah. She's a star MTV on the old MTV. Now, um, what I thought was interesting about this is Corey makes a comment like, yeah, man, you get pregnant hot. Like, he basically He's says- He's like, you like, carry that weight well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a compliment I want to hear if I'm pregnant, you to be honest. You carry that weight well. Yeah. Look at you carrying that weight well. That's what now, I want to hear. what's Take interesting note. here is um, I'm sure there's uh, a large swath- of the blowhards out there, the listeners out there who are listening to this podcast because they love the challenge, but they also watch Teen Mom. Uh, we don't watch Teen Mom in this house yet, uh, but my mother does, and uh, I was having a conversation with her the other day, and she was asking me if Corey, because my mother does not watch the challenge, she was asking me if Corey is on the challenge this season. I said yes. And then she was like, wow, yeah, it's interesting because I've been watching him and Taylor on Teen Mom, and it was a whole big uh, hullabaloo on that show. It was a storyline on him deciding to come on this show and that everybody was like, hey, are you going to abandon your uh, girlfriend who's pregnant and let her go through this on her own? And they decided, okay, do it, but you have to win. So I'm wondering what we're missing out on storyline-wise for for uh, somebody like, uh, you know, the Corey uh, storyline here. Like, what do I you wonder, mean? What storyline? Like the storyline in the house? I want to know. Like, maybe we would be pulling for Corey more if we watched. Team oh, Mom. you're saying what are we missing yeah, out storyline by you know? not watching also other <laughs> shows? Yes, to add to the story well, of Corey. Listen, I mean, it, if you want the full, you know, I'm um, good. You want the full <laughs> Corey saga, you got to go into the side issues. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like a comic book. Well, then we got to start with the real world. You know, we got to take it all the way though. back. I We've didn't see Corey it. season. Oh, you're a fool. You got to see that shit. Basically, uh, do you have anything else to say about yeah, this part? I, I do. I, I, I started to feel like this episode, that this was some, we're leading to somewhere with Corey here. Okay. And in this episode, at this point, there was some sort of commercial that came up, and they're promoting the Corey Taylor baby special during the COVID-19 quarantine that is shot by them. It's a we whole special. We will be special. watching it. We will be talking about it on the Monday show. Absolutely. Well, no, it doesn't come out till Tuesday, so we'll be talking about it uh, at some other point. Maybe we'll do a separate little recap yeah. for it. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see what happens. But we are well, going to watch it next Tuesday. Now, I'm starting to feel like, wait a minute. Corey's on this show. He's a star. Okay? He's on... Teen Mom, he's a star. They're giving him and Taylor a baby special. They're promoting it this episode all through every commercial break. I'm like, man, this might be a Corey season. This might be the Corey season. Hold on one second. I got a question for you. Surely you have noticed and seen that MTV has thrown their weight behind Corey for years now. He had a full face billboard in Times Square for I don't know what what was the season he was on War of the Worlds or something Final Reckoning where he left it in the first three weeks and everybody was like why is there a full f a huge building size uh, image of Corey in Times Square if he's leaving right away and the answer to that question is MTV is pushing him hard as the face as one of the faces of the network along with Cara and Johnny at the time so I'm confused. Are you just now realizing? Yes. It... Yes, I am. I guess when I think back on it, he was on the Real World. Then he was on. He's been on the Challenge. He also has been on uh, X on the Beach, and now he's yeah. on Teen Mom. He I was guess like, you're right. He was like the star <laughs> on the first X on the Beach. They were like, we're getting like it was like all about Corey. 
<sighs> well, MTV's I, been pushing him for years, doggy. Well, I, I'm, 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 I'm just saying that as far as this season goes, I feel like maybe they're doing all this promotion. Maybe it's Corey's time because it's Corey's time. Maybe he's going to the final. Maybe he's taking it home. Finally, Corey can consider himself a champ. Well, you're not wrong with thinking that something's going on here because after this Corey uh, FaceTime, I go to myself, I go, oh, they're going through every challenger and they're going to say, you know, do that thing that they do, which is like why I'm here, what I do with the money. And then they don't. They don't do it anymore. They just stopped after Josh and Corey. And so I was like, oh, does that mean this is a Josh and Corey episode? Is that what's going to happen? I know it's a guy's elimination. There, we're only getting the backstory on Josh and Corey. That's interesting. I note that down. Um, that brings us to people talking in the bunks. And this is when Bananas says uh, about the elimination coming up that we're due for a headbanger, which had me scratching my head. What the heck is he talking about? I so don't saying- get it. Johnny saying we're due for a headbanger was kind of like a head scratcher for you. It was, uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I found it to be a temple tapper, meaning think about it. <laughs> think about it. Nick is tapping his temple. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think this is a Johnny thing that he just says. He likes this talk. We're due for a headbanger. What are you yeah. talking about? Jo- Jordan got his arm ripped out of his shoulder, the last guy's elimination, and then the elimination before that, Jay got a concussion. What's more of a headbanger than a concussion? That's my question, Johnny Bananas. You're actually due for a puzzle, okay? That's you're due you, for a puzzle that's banger. That's what you're due for. That brings us to tri- uh, the daily, which is trivia. TJ's so excited. It's called Thrown Off, T-H-R-O-N-E. They're like holding on to uh, little rockets suspended above the water. You know, this was interesting. Um, it's trivia done a little bit differently than it has been in the past i like that you could give an x to people i always like that added um layer when they do trivia because you really get to see what where people's uh loyalties truly lie i like that this one involved a little bit of agility like uh, not agility but like endurance grip you know there was somewhat of a physical element to this I was not crazy about the questions. I like when the questions are about like either the challenges in the past or they're about like the country that they're in where it's like these people should know the answers because they're in that country. You know, it's stuff like stuff like that. This was just sort of like random ass trivia. Didn't really have a through line. Um, and I, I don't know. I wasn't crazy about that. Yeah, I didn't really care for the fact that there was no theme on the questions. For a second, I was like, oh, is this all going to be like pop culture? Because they asked like a question about yeah, music. Yeah, the first one was a Taylor, like a, saw a question. It was an MTV and, yeah, question. Yeah, the answer then, is Taylor Swift. But usually they have like a spelling question yeah. in there. You're not going to let me watch someone try and spell something? Come on, that's so fun. They did l- uh, allow for some opportunity for the challengers to look stupid they're they, they were sort of baiting them with like really dumb answers to well, answer. you know and i don't think anybody really took any of the bait really except for a nani interview moment well i think that really the screw up here if i do say so myself and you as, do as a trivia as, as this is one of my favorite segments on a challenge is that it was multiple choice Usually it's not multiple choice. Usually they have to say the answer. And that's where we get a lot of funny answers because they're really just 
you know, saying whatever is coming to mind. When you get multiple choice, there's sort of an element of A, luck. You could pick the right one, right? And B, you got an idea of what the answer should sound like. Right. Now, um, what's I think more interesting here, more compelling is like Ashley was saying, there is a bit of endurance on this because they are holding on to these little rocket shaped things. Doesn't seem like anybody has a great grip on it. Um, no. Especially at first, everybody looks really shaky. And uh, when you get a demerit or you get a point or a strike, as they're calling it, it will jolt you down a bit. Yeah, you um, drop like five feet. Yeah, and it's like. Uh, and you it, can get thrown from it, and basically. A lot of people are getting just knocked off. Even though you have two strikes till you're out, yeah. officially, if you fall off on that first strike or at any time while you're holding up, you're done. And so it seems like the excitement here is really just. How long can each person hold on to this rocket? Totally. Um, and I kind of enjoyed that. I'll be honest. I was not jazzed uh, like you. I was not really jazzed about the questions here. Um, but And I also kind of feel like, the, why is it called thrown off but spelled like T-H-R-O-N-E? Yeah. Where, where was there a throne? It was supposed to be a pun, but there's no, there is no, no throne. Also, no king anything. Like, <laughs> Nothing royalty not, at all. No royal shit at all. Yeah, it was but odd. it was thrown off. It, it was, was as if they were going to be on thrones. Yeah. And then falling off, but they were on rockets, and I'm like, well, rockets are kind of royal. I okay, don't know. No, not. I right. don't know what was going on with yeah. that. I do know that TJ said, "Hey guys, it's the guy's elimination." But guess what else? I got to tell you, whoever wins gets Burger King. Wow, <laughs> Burger King reward! You get a Burger King feast. Yep. If you are in the tribunal, sponsored by my favorite. Burger King. The Impossible Burger. The Impossible Burger. Ooh, I love it. And I'm telling you, a few of these folks get very, very excited. I think most people do. I get the impression that they are not eating, like, fun food in the bunks. Like, this seems to be an absolute treat. The reaction of Nelson to Burger King... His like knees are shaking. Yeah, like, he can't believe it. Uh, but Josh has Nelson... an amazing reaction to the Burger King. That's like, what? Yeah, like uh, Corey does like a eating cheeseburgers motion up in the air, like he's firing guns. It's 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 un it's unruly. It's unreal, and it's fantastic. Nelson gets though. I don't think you can say necessarily that like Nelson's reaction is noteworthy, just because I feel like whenever there's any type of twist, Nelson freaks out. Like, he's like, you got to be kidding me. Nelson is easily excitable. N- Nelson. Ooh, Nelson's winning me back. I can't believe it. I can't believe I went so far against Nelson a, a few weeks ago. Can't go against Nelly. Well, I'm not fully back, so I don't know if I agree with that. But um, some fun things to mention about this. The women are first. As they go up there, Bananas yells at Nani, spell Marlboro. 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 The cigarettes. The cigarettes. Ha <laughs> Every season has I was a waiting. shot. I was waiting. Every season has a shot at Nani for smoking. It's wild. She must be the only real smoker out there. She must be the only one left. CT went home. Right. Ashley Mitchell went home. Right. Where are the smokers at? Where are my smokers at? I think think Rogan might have one every now and then. Yeah, we don't see... Um, we don't see people smoking. smoking anymore. We used yeah. to. Johnny smokes. There used to be, you know, we saw Johnny out on the in, on Halloween with that pack of cigarettes rolled up in his shirt. 
Um, and you, in the past, you've seen like late night things. Johnny will hide the cigarette from the camera. We've definitely seen him do that. Yeah. Same with uh, Tony. Seen Tony hide the cigarette. So, but yeah, it does seem that uh, as as the challenge rolls on and new people are introduced, the smokers get less and less and less. Not Nani though. I'm going to kind of just go through this very quickly. Yeah. Uh, Maddie, she gets it wrong. She falls. She can't handle the jolt. Um, Nani doesn't know what a kimono dragon is. Um, but also, that question is which animal lays the biggest eggs? And yes. The, the, the options are ostrich, elephant, and kimono ja- dragon. And then she says ostrich, which is correct. And then in her interview... Uh, the producer asks her, so why um, didn't you pick elephant? And Nani says, because aren't they the smallest eggs? Okay, so this is something. This is an, a perfect example of where humor would, could have happened naturally. Mm-hmm. So we got it in that interview. And thank God we got it in that interview because we both LOL'd. Am I right, dear? Yes, because you want to see some of these people you wanna, look stupid you and, and, her- and, and, and not know that... Uh, elephants or mammals right you want her to say like aren't they the smallest eggs but if we hadn't got that you know we're we're robbed of a moment of someone saying what's the animal that lays the largest what's the land animal that lays the largest eggs in the world right and then someone going dog yeah elephant you know yes Uh, a cat you know and then everyone laughs at that that's the problem yeah with multiple choice that's about all you get in the these people look stupid comedy department in this episode in this game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some going back and forth. I mean, at one point, yeah, a hundred percent, you're right. I mean, there is something funny that happens with Josh, which we'll get to, but that's less of a. That's not a. That's that, not a. And, and a believe question. me, we will get to that. Yeah, but so with the women, I'm just gonna hit the highlight. Um, you know, Bailey, she wants to get in the tribunal to protect Swaggy. She's worried about that. Um, Jenny gets it right. She has to give her strike to someone. She thinks about giving it to D, but she gives it to Casey instead. So I, I'm seeing that this this D Jenny rivalry, it's still going on. It's still could be something we see in the final. Yeah, it's made its way to this episode. Uh D gets it right, gives it to Casey. Melissa gets it right. Nani drops, and Melissa's pregnant. I keep freaking out about about that like every time i see melissa doing something like that congrats on the babe melissa the baby the baby bb the baby the boob the baby okay go ahead um d wins d wins for the ladies d wins for the ladies she doesn't know how she did it but she's been playing very well this season d is having a very good season one might also say d is Oh wait, am I not? Are you trying to tell me? Let me. I'm gonna stop right here. What's that? Because Ashley has told me that I shouldn't be uh, speculating on champions this season. I don't know. I just feel like we speculate on everyone all the time. We're like, they're gonna win it. They're gonna win it. And then it's like, what are we doing? I'm a watcher of the show. If you're not at home going, boy, are they gonna win? Or I wonder who's gonna win. Then you're weird. That's true. I, I don't. I'm gonna tell you this right now, uh, blowhards. I never look at spoilers i don't even look at the social media for these people yeah we, we stay off everything it's i have very difficult. no clue who wins who does anything so when i speculate it's based on what i have just watched and i see her win this and i'm looking at d and i'm going this looks like some sort of a champion edit this looks like some sort of a winner edit for d this season she's coming in with the evil d yeah with the new hair with 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 the new look the new attitude 
and she's winning. She's playing a good game, and she's winning, and we're getting a lot of her this season. And I'm going, this motherfucker might win. Yeah, you're not wrong, especially with this quote that comes afterwards from Wes uh, talking about Dee's win. He goes, um, it's so awesome to see how far she's come. I mean, Wes is really championing the rookies these past few seasons, yeah. right? Like, he took totally took D under his wing. Um, he seems to be protecting or at least helping and coaching Swaggy and Bailey. Um, what do you think about this? Was Wes like this in earlier seasons? Because I don't remember that. I have only feel like the past three seasons I've seen this. Wes would have to sometimes shack up with a woman, and then that woman might be uh, a new rookie woman. A Kellyanne, so, maybe? A Kellyanne is a great example of that. He, um, I mean, a lot of the men, the, the vet men, when he was like starting out on this show, hated this guy. So, I mean, that was the Johnny Bananas click, um, you know, which kind of started this. Kenny Santucci. Yeah, you know, they they really hated Wes. And and so I do feel like it was part of his gameplay to organize rookies and go up against the heavy hitters, Mm. which is why I always sort of liked him. It's what attracted me to him. And then also his big fat brain. The man has a smart mind for this game. Yeah. Um, And, uh, you know, um, but... Wouldn't is he the say- number one rookie guy? No, that's that would be CT. CT, yeah. CT is the guy who rallies around the rookie girls. Yeah, that's CT's um, strategy. But that's only you only see strategy like that is when the 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 champ, the other people of your elk, are really threatened by you and you're not in their alliance. Then you yeah. have to make this move, and that is that is a move you've seen you you've seen West. I would say that it's not necessarily the case anymore because he's uh, got an alliance with everybody. Yeah. And also, uh, D is not a rookie. D is now a champion. Yeah. Um, he's got an alliance with Johnny Bananas. You yeah. know, he is running the gamut. And, uh, you know, we'll see. Will it work out for him in the end? Who knows? But, um, well, I know. But uh, we'll see. So when when I knew this was going to be a guy's elimination week and I saw that it was a trivia for the daily, I was kind of like, I was like, production did that for Johnny in my mind because Johnny does well on trivia. I don't think so. There's a there's a moment in which he's um, he gets asked some question and the answer is with Australia and it's like one of the dumbest things ever answered. Yeah, but I would say like in general, I feel like Johnny does well with uh, trivia. I, I really don't do. Think so. I really do. I feel like if we go back, I know what moment you're talking of. It is uh, constantly uh, used as a clip, but I do feel like he does well. I think you might be. You might be mistaking this because the past few times they've done this, it's been challenge-centric trivia. And, of course, the guy who's been here for 20 seasons is going to do well on that. That might be what's going on. And it might also be that I think he's smart. And I'm like— I think he's smart, too. I just don't think he's— I'm thinking to myself, ah, the smart guy's going to win the trivia. I don't think he's trivia smart. I don't think he's trivia smart. I think you got to say that if you're going to do general knowledge trivia, you're throwing a softball to Wes— that's true. Before uh, the guys go up, Bananas uh, says, like, I don't give a fuck. In an interview, he, goes, I, he basically is like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to throw myself in. I don't care what happens today. I'm putting. I'm going to have the House vote me in to elimination. So we're, he's letting us know right away that's mm. what's going on. Um, Swaggy gets it right. He gives it to Josh. He gives his strike to Josh. Josh genuinely looks upset, perplexed. I can't believe this. He's got a yeah. face. Uh, and then, 
you know, first off, before before we get to what happens after he gets the strike, why is he so shocked that Swaggy gave his strike to him? You guys, you threw a drink on him last week. <laughs> <laughs> like, Josh looks like genuinely shocked and offended. And then I think we get a little clip from him being like, this friendship is over. Um, you know, that's it. That's this, it. After everything I do for this kid? Yeah, you know, like I'm not sure he said exactly, but he probably said that. Um, basically, he, uh, yeah, it just it seems very odd to me that he's having this reaction. But then, when his rocket drops down five feet, he loses his grip. He falls. He basically face plants into the water while everyone, all the ladies on the the shore, the who are you know drying off laugh at him so before this happens there was a lead up where d and the rest of the women were making fun of josh about how awkward he is and they were like he's probably gonna fall like this like he they were like mocking him before he falls and they were just talking about how clumsy this guy is and what kind of a goofball this guy is and it's funny to me that now it's actually become a storyline on the show that Josh is a goober because I kind of feel like it's stuff that the viewers maybe saw the editors were showing us, but then the challengers never referenced. And now I kind of feel like they're beginning to reference it, especially in this. And when he eventually does fall and he falls with his arms flailing and then just does a belly flop face first D and the rest of the women are laughing so hard at this guy and D celebrating going i i called it i called it um made me so happy and made me laugh we had to we had to replay this two or three times i thought it was mean what i thought it was mean it is kind of mean but it's also hilarious because i like josh and i I don't understand why he is thought of with such disrespect in the house he is a good teammate he genuinely cares about supporting his other team don't get me wrong there's no quitting that kid (laughs) there's no quitting that kid he's got he's a good swimmer people are acting like the dude can't swim he's a good swimmer he's got good endurance you know so i I think you're you when you said endurance you looked away (laughs) and you knew you shouldn't be saying that honestly i can just remember that he can swim is what the only thing that i was attacking his swimming i'm just saying that he's like he's a real he's a well-rounded challenger i really think that and i think that he's just gotten this like goober story edit line okay he's gotten this goober edit and it seems like the whole house thinks he's a goober and i just don't i don't know if i agree with it d has made me a lifelong fan based on the way that she was making fun of josh in this episode and I am a Josh. Josh is a. I said this last night, and I probably said it in a, after a, a moment that was coming up. So I'll save it. But um, more on Josh. I want to save this line. Go ahead. Corey gets it wrong, but he stays on his rocket. Wes genuinely surprised when he gets it right. Genuinely surprised, and then he gives his strike to Corey, who drops. Nelson drops. Kyle gets it wrong, but doesn't drop. Bananas, when asked his question, he gets the A, B, or C answer, and Bananas says, D, Tej. He goes, Tej, I'm going to go with D, your mother. Wow. And then they cut to commercial, and it makes it look like TJ is offended. Yeah. They really built up the suspense on this. They come back, TJ just laughs, and then 
Cackles. Yeah, cackles. Bananas can do no wrong in TJ's eyes. Can you imagine if another player had done this? Oh you know, God. a rookie. God forbid it was like Swaggy. I was about to say Swaggy, yeah. He's been on Swaggy's ass all season. Yeah, let's say Swaggy says your mother, TJ would be like, you think it's funny to throw a daily? You think it's funny to throw a challenge? You're not yeah. here to win? Uh, you know, bananas. I understand they have a unique relationship. These two. I get it. I get it. Get all. Get out of my DMs. I get it. That brings us to Rogan, who gets it right and gives his ex to Swaggy. And Swaggy's all of a sudden like, "What? Why is Rogan targeting me?" This kind of surprised me a little bit. But I guess there's just nobody to give it to. Is what's going on. I assume that Rogan, Swaggy, and Wes, you know, are all in an alliance. I know that. Swaggy and Wes are an alliance, and Rogan and Wes are an alliance. So I assumed that that alliance was between Rogan and Swaggy as well. Um, Swaggy gets it. Oh, wait. Rogan gets it right again, gives it to Swaggy. Because they were doing this thing where they would, like, go one way and then go back the other way. It was kind of confusing with the questioning. Swaggy drops. Fessy gets it right, drops Kyle. Wes gets it right, drops Fessy. Rogan and Wes are left hanging there, and they start politicking. They start politicking. Always a smart move when you're up there with the last person. Talk, talk it out. We saw this twice last night, actually, because you know we threw on Big Brother season two after this, season ten after this. (laughs) We're watching season ten of Big Brother right now. Yeah, Um, we're a little behind. It came out in two thousand eight. Our first foray into Big Brother ever. Yeah, Um, Ashley's liking it more than I am. I love it. I don't like. I don't like television shows where there's like 40 episodes. I just don't like that. Yeah, and I have been broken by Love Island. So I'll, uh, to me, it just seems normal. But yes, uh, Wes and Rogan are both up there hanging. They both start cutting deals. Um, basically, Wes tells Rogan, if you drop, you're safe, and I'll bring you into the um, tribunal. Well, first, Wes is like, I'm going to bring in Swaggy, but you'll be safe. And right. Rogan's like, no, do I want that Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I love Burger King, man. I love Burger King. He does keep saying that. <laughs> I think um, Burger King is better in England. I really do. Because like, be. when I was in France, I went to McDonald's and it was so good. I oh, mean, I can't wait to go to McDonald's in France. I can't wait. It was like a genuinely like it was like a you a know restaurant. it was like a restaurant. Yes. Yeah. Um. So I think maybe that's what's going on with Burger King there. So then, uh, but the, Wes, yeah, eventually Wes agrees to take Rogan into the tribunal. He promises him, and right before he drops, Rogan's like, "Please uh, don't double cross me. I love Burger King." <laughs> and then he falls off. Um. And uh, winner, Wes. Yeah. So that means D and Wes. Um, with the promise of Rogan being in the tribunal, I mean, that's that's one big alliance. That's tough. That's when I wrote down, Josh is the good Nelson. And I think what I mean <laughs> by that, because uh, I wrote that down last night, I didn't give myself any context. What I think I mean by that is like, I love Josh and I love Nelson for similar reasons, which is like, I really enjoy when people are super like, like vocally loyal to the point of, um, you know, semi, semi foolishness when it comes to their friends. You know what I mean? Like Nelson and has graced us with so many seasons of running around saying that like, you know, his, that he wants to grow up and be like Corey. Uh, or maybe he said that about Hunter. (laughs) Yeah. I hope to grow up and be like him one day. Yeah. Just a lot of like 
and then you know Josh is always doing that with the ladies. She's got so much heart that she got she doesn't have any quit in her. You know, I enjoy that a great deal. I also like when people say things that are funny, uh, but do it unironically, which is what happens a lot with Josh and Nelson. But here's the thing: is that Josh is like a sweetie, and Nelson is problematic. Yes. So yes, and, and they're both good competitor. I do think they're both good competitors, even though they both get in their own way. So, I don't know that Josh is a good competitor. Come on, let's give Josh <laughs> the benefit of the doubt. I'm sorry. He he's, can swim. He's one of my all-time favorites, but um, I don't know if he's a good competitor. He's a good... He, I, if you had... Okay, let's say you had to pick someone to be on your team, and you would you pick Josh? What is the challenge at hand? Um, let's say it's that challenge we saw in the beginning of the season where you had to run those crates back and forth and then drop them out of the helicopter. No. See, I would. Any sort of physical thing. or so. He's too clumsy. I wouldn't want him on my team. But I do feel like... Um, Not to interrupt, but I, I do want to bring up one thing I think that I haven't mentioned yet, which is that at the end of this, when we learn that D and Wes are the winners, they uh, TJ also tells us that they also won $5,000 each. And I was kind of confused as to why he didn't tell them that at the beginning. I think maybe they would have tried harder. Um, but anyway, they both won $5,000. They got to pick their third person for the tribunal. They pick Rogan. Back at the bunks, um, Johnny is going around back at the bunker. It, the bunks in the bunker. Johnny's going around asking everyone to put him in. And that's when I look at the television screen and I'm like, damn. Fessy is very attractive. And then I look over at Nick, and Nick is doing the exact same thing that Fessy is doing. They're both eating a bag of chips. I wasn't eating <laughs> chips. And I was, I was like, eating almonds. It lo- you had a giant bag, though. And it yeah, looked it was a like big you bag were, of almonds. But it just made me realize I have a type. You know what I mean? Big guys eating chips. I'm eating almonds. <laughs> Stop putting it out in the world that I was eating chips. Everybody is talking, and then we see Josh have this, like, realization moment this is really nick rewinds this like four or five times the look on josh's face where josh is like i also want to go in and get my red skull but i don't want to go against johnny he's my friend and this he is not only does he act as if he's his friend he's actually his it's his big johnny is his biggest ally and best friend in the house mm-hmm. and he is literally doing what he did to wes fabricating in my opinion from what i can tell an entire relationship with bananas as he did with wes and their rivalry this is incredible i don't know if he's fabricating it though this is what i think is going on because last week we saw them sitting at the table when uh swaggy like right before swaggy and josh got in their argument and johnny and josh had sort of body language that expressed that they were very comfortable with each other and that they were friends and then johnny said in his interview like josh and i were just talking and then swaggy called him a hypocrite which seemed to me that johnny was sort of taking josh's side in that now we know josh and Nani are very close and we know Nani and Bananas are very close I bet that Nani brought Josh into some sort of a Johnny uh you know alliance that's my theory yeah I think as the I think that that they are friends but we really haven't seen much of it but him just talking about how it's like his best friend he can't go home it's like the first we're really seeing of it and he looks his face is like genuinely concerned yeah he's not he's not Josh in here let's just say that yeah that brings us to the Burger King feast. Um, this was kind of, you know, D 
Rogan, Wes are sitting down eating their their Burger King. Pretty uneventful, except for Wes explains why he's upset that Johnny is going on this campaign to get himself thrown in. And I didn't really understand or realize it until Wes explained it. My theory here originally was that um, Bananas double-crosses Wes completely. Like, he just uh, decides that he is going to, um, uh, you know, throw... Every, it was all a big plan to just make Wes look like an asshole. That was what, going into the season. I kind of felt this way. That's how this was going to end their alliance. Um, then, as I started seeing previews of this show, and specifically last week when we started seeing previews for this episode, I was like, "Oh, it's the other way around. It's Wes. It has di- has made a diabolical scheme, a plan in order to double cross Johnny Bananas, make him think that they're best friends, and then he throws him in or doesn't throw him in. However, it ends up, uh, you know, double crossing him the best." Um, But what actually we're seeing here is just two guys playing the game the best they can and then not really being on the same page and not really having the foresight to um, uh, plan out what happens when both of their games come to a head, which is what's happening here. Mm -hmm. Because now we have Wes, who um, is in the tribunal, and you have Johnny, who's trying to get the House vote. And we have TJ in the beginning of this episode telling everybody that there's not much time left. So if you're going to get your skulls, get your skulls. Sort of lighting the fuse here. Um, Quote, unquote, the final countdown has begun. So... I just didn't think it was going to go down like this. And and I do, I kind of feel like the fact that it is going down this way, I prefer because at least it's a real game reason that this isn't happening and not like a strange show reason why this is happening. And what we learned during this Burger King dinner that I, it just wasn't even on my radar. And then Wes like clearly explains it as he goes, Johnny is campaigning to get himself put in but I just won my place in tribunal this is supposed to be my week to get a skull I want to put myself down there and go up against someone I'm in the position of power he's taking that away from me by demanding that the house puts him in and then I'm in an alliance with him so what does that mean that means my win here in tribunal was for nothing you know, you want to get in tribunal you so you can you can decide, you know, if you want to go in against the person the house picks or not. But if the house is picking my number one alliance, then I'm not going to go in. Wes feels blindsided, which makes me think that Johnny did not talk to him about this beforehand. It truly seems like Johnny did not give Wes a heads up. Agreed. I don't think he did. Um, You, Nick... You look at me and you go, Corey is going to go in against Wes. That's what's happening this uh, episode. <laughs> well, that's because we were seeing a lot of Corey, and that's me putting these things together and seeing this Corey and Taylor special being promoted so much. And I was like, oh, okay, I feel like Corey's going to go in here. I know that we are going to get this Wes Johnny sort of um, uh, confrontation. Um, I just didn't think it was going to happen here. I thought Corey maybe would go home this episode possibly and maybe um, he will we yeah, don't really so, know what's gonna happen right well we do know what's gonna happen ash um but <laughs> come on it, it, uh it, it to me it just felt like Corey was in the mix big time in this episode and i was starting to guess so that brings us to house nominations and this is just a very quick nominating process johnny asked everybody to say his name and it seems like everyone is just going to go on uh along with it and then Corey speaks up 
And we're like, oh boy, here it goes. Here it's happening. It's happening. Corey's going to put himself in. But Corey says, I'm on the fence. You know, I'm on the fence with you. Uh, I've been against you every season, but we've agreed this season to put that behind us, you know? And so that is why right now I will give you what you want. This I'll give season. Yeah, I'll give you what you want this season is what he says and I find that to be interesting uh, and I appreciate that he talked out his thought process. You like that he was politicking out loud. Yeah, because it was like uh, there was we didn't have to piece things together here and uh, he explained why he made the move. He even pulled Nelson in on this being like, you know, Nelson, you can even ask Nelson. It's like crazy that we have to say this guy's name in a positive way and we're helping him out, but this yeah. is how this game goes and this is how this season's going. So the house nominates bananas, he puts his name on the board. And then he takes Wes's name and he puts it under his name, implying that there will be a Bananas Wes showdown. Here's the thing. Wes, Dee, and Rogan are not at this House nomination because they're at Tribunal. So what happens is uh, we get Corey and Nelson coming back to the bunks, going to talk to Wes in his bunks after the nominations, telling him, everything that happened and this is really this scene this one and a half to two minute scene is what I was hoping to get all season when I learned that there would be a Wes Nelson reunion on I mean a excuse me a Nelson Corey reunion on this season I was looking for this sort of lightheartedness that comes when these two are together um unfortunately we just got a lot of Nelson yelling at women so far so you know this this starts off with Wes being like he put my name up and then Corey and Nelson telling Wes what happened and um you know Corey's kind of like Wes is acting a little paranoid so I'm gonna just really uh feed into that Corey says and then Wes says I feel like people are trying to manipulate me right now during this uh scene it's sort of uh cut with you know images of bananas in the activities room, eating Burger King. We can see that everybody's eating Burger King, which really takes away the allure. Yeah, it's like, everybody got Burger King? What the fuck? I guess everyone got Burger King. That brings us to a night out. Um, Johnny West is sitting at a table. I think he's with D and Rogan. Johnny walks over, takes the crown, puts it on his head. He's kind of digging at West a little bit. Um, Johnny says, like, I don't think you should go down there. If, you know, I've been nominated by the house, I don't think you should go down there. And then West looks at the people with him and says, can I talk to him alone? And uh, they leave the two to talk this out. We get a retrospective on West and Bananas Pass. This happened a lot. This episode, sort of images from the past. Yeah, and this was the moment, though, um, where I was like, okay, I see what's happening here. Um, where we, uh, if, if Wes doesn't go in against Johnny, this is a strangely edited episode. Yeah. You know um, what's interesting? Yeah. They do this retrospective, building up their whole, you know, their, their history, showing us how deep this rivalry wins. No clips from Champs versus Stars when Wes and Johnny went into an elimination and Wes sent home bananas. I am confused by that. Are, are we just to assume that Champs vs. Stars is not canon? They never show Champs vs. Stars. Ever. What? They're missing on some, they're missing out on some great clips. Yeah. They might have shown when CT went up against uh, Terrell Owens a couple of times. I mean, maybe. you got to show that. That uh, should pay for the whole series itself. Yeah, so I, I miss Champs vs. Stars. Bring that shit back. Do you remember pros. that elimination? 
Nah. I barely remember it, but I know that there was, uh, it was something that CT, like I think Wes and Johnny were blindfolded and then CT and Durrell were like coaching them. I think Durrell was coaching Johnny and CT was coaching Wes and I'm 99% sure Wes won. Yeah. I don't remember this at all. It's just interesting to me that that's not even mentioned. Yeah, but this retrospective is nice. I mean, it really is uh, all the moments in where it got very heated over the past 20 seasons with Wes and Johnny. And uh, But I, what I really appreciated was sort of the, the talk between the two gentlemen. Yeah. It was a gentlemanly talk. It was. They did not get heated. They both um, showed respect for each other uh, and their and their respective games as well and what is being basically expressed here is johnny's like hey man i'm i'm doing this i'm making this move i'm just telling you if i was in your shoes i wouldn't go in okay because i know that it's too much of a wild card and plus you and i from the beginning had said let's just well, let's hash this out in the final and there's no way that that's going to happen yeah during this talk here. it's revealed that they had a plan to get to the final together yeah, and then go and it's every man for himself there but like why do this here right now and i'm telling you if i was in your shoes i wouldn't do that and and what i actually really respected was um the fact that and and he's right where he's like he he doesn't want you can tell Johnny doesn't want to flex on Wes in a way that he would a, a rookie or yeah. somebody who wasn't didn't have as many stripes as um, he does and he but he does he sort of breaks it down really quick and in probably the most um, the easiest way possible and he was just like dude I'm pretty good at these things yeah I'm just letting you know I'm pretty good at these things and then Wes just pauses and he goes I agree with that. But I'm pretty good at these things, too. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, I understand that. And that's why we should not do this. There, this the odds are not good for either of us here. Yeah. So why would you do this here? And why would you do this now? I completely agree with Johnny. And I think what has happened, and we saw this the entire episode, Wes looks shaken. Wes looks a little kind of, you know, there's like images of him staring off into the distance. I think he thought I'm going to get in tribunal and then I'm going to have the pick of the litter when it comes to who I go up against in purgatory. Johnny threw him a curveball and Wes's ego cannot handle it. He cannot roll with the punches. He can't go, damn, I wish Johnny would have told me he was going to do that. I wish this was part of our plan, but I'm going to just trust him and go along with it. No. Wes is sitting there. He's staring off into the distance. He's thinking, someone just came up behind me and pulled my pants down. Yeah. And now my bare butt is being shown to everybody, and i got to pull my pants up. Yeah, I think the idea that you're talking about here is, is the right one. I think that he feels like the game has gotten away from him in a way that makes him uncomfortable. I think, um, most importantly, it's gotten away from him by a guy he was working with, and that guy happens to be Johnny Bananas, somebody who he can't fully trust can yet. never fully so he's like is was this the plan the whole time is he just doing this is he going to take this game away from me he's yeah. also feeling like the, sh the game might be over soon yeah he's got to take a shot will he ever be in another tribunal to have his own fate in his hands this he might be his last chance could be his last chance and he's pissed off that johnny's doing this to him and i also think the fact that J there is a sh shot for johnny and west to go head to head and settle it in the purgatory ring um, on the canon version of the challenge. Uh, it's happened before, okay? This is not the first time they've gone head-to-head. -head. No I clips, will not accept no that. No clips exists. No clips exists. You can so, easily Google it. He says as much as well. 
he in an interview, he's like, "Listen, if I if if I cho- choose not to go in, everyone's gonna roast me for going in for not going in. I'm just gonna you know." And he also, and so does Johnny. I think they both realize that this show. They are two stars of this show and mm-hmm. that the fans are looking for something like this. Yeah. They, they know the game. They're they both producers. The and they know that this makes for a good season yeah. and a good storyline. And I do not think they have it in them to let themselves down and, more importantly, the fan base and and, and the show down. So Agreed. I think at this point, uh, there was no chance in my head that... Wes wasn't going to go in. That brings us to the tribunal uh, votes and interviews. But before they get into deciding who to interview, they're having a little chat. They're talking about it. Uh, Wes, D and Rogan. Wes says, there's a good chance I'm going in. Okay. And then let's, you know, that I want to put that on the table. I want you guys to know that's how I'm feeling. D and Rogan both have red skulls. Let's not forget that. Wes does not. He's the only person in the tribunal that doesn't have it. Um, then they're talking about who should they bring in. Rogan says, let's get Swaggy in here, which again, I am confused. Do Rogan and Swaggy have something? Is that, what am I missing? Rogan's playing. He's the rookie game. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Uh, then Rogan puts out the idea of Josh and Wes is like, no, absolutely not. Josh is obsessed with me. I do not want to give him any fuel for this fire, this imaginary idea that we have some sort of a uh, rivalry. I even bringing Josh in here will encourage his fantastical thinking. And I don't want to get involved in that. They're like, we know Corey wants to go in. Uh, and then Wes is like, fuck it. Let's also bring in Kyle. So we got Corey, Kyle, Swaggy, Josh. Uh, he sees that he is not on the board and he has a moment where he's like, I'm not on the board and I feel like a miracle has happened. Yeah. And of course he's talking about how he doesn't, have to go up against his, his best friend, Johnny best Bananas. Friend, his, you know, <laughs> years long known best friend, yeah. Johnny and Bananas. Kyle's brought in and they quite literally say, let's fuck with Kyle. Yeah, they br- fuck with Kyle, bring Kyle in. Kyle's like, guys, don't put me in. I don't want to go against Johnny. And they're like, you don't want to go against Johnny? And he's like, no. And I don't know how this gets brought up. I don't know if Wes says, why are you more aligned with Johnny than you are aligned with me? I don't remember the exact wordage, but I do know Kyle goes, I like working with Johnny more because he puts it on the table. Wes, I don't know what you're thinking. You know, you're going around saying a million things to everybody. You're promising everything to everybody. Johnny is straight up. Um, I enjoyed that. I, I would maybe agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Corey comes in. Corey's like, I'm ready. I want to go in. Um, and that's when I write down, Wes seems sort of out of sorts, you know, I'm noticing Wes is not, Wes doesn't, Wes is withdrawn. That's what it is. Wes is not being outwardly funny or engaging. He kind of has a solemn sort of air to him. Well, Wes right now is going, am I going to make the biggest mistake in my entire challenge career by throwing myself into an elimination when I don't have to? against somebody that quite possibly can beat me. Yeah. Normally, I'm on the bottom. I'm fighting here on the top, and I'm throwing away a lot. He's played a great game at thus far. Yeah. There's a lot to lose, and he, quite honestly, does not he have to lose it this Correct. episode. Correct. So he is really probably this is probably a very very tough decision for him at yeah. this moment um i don't i didn't write anything down about swaggy's interview because i think we saw like 10 seconds of it which to me means swaggy's not going in if you don't have much of an if we don't see your tribunal interview that to me means you're just you're just there for show 
Um, I, I think that this is Kyle who said this once the interviews were over. Kyle says he doesn't want to go against Johnny, and he says, my goose could be cooked here. Yeah, my goose, my goose could be cooked here. We had a lot of fun with that. Um, yes, he says that. And then we, we leave the uh, tribunal area, and then we get a whole section of Kyle just ranting to people whoever would listen about why he just doesn't want to go in i can't believe Wes would throw me in like that just leave me out of this why do they keep messing with me come on if it's like a pole whatever or a head smash whatever or a ball whatever elimination how am i supposed to put hands on my friend johnny i can't hurt the guy i just can't do it please please leave me out of this alarm goes off red alarm goes off it's purgatory time uh, everybody files in to purgatory, and TJ says, Hey, I, you guys are supposed to vote somebody in the house. Bananas, I heard you volunteered yourself. Come on down here, my best friend, my baby boy. I love you so much. You volunteered yourself. Well, You're so cool. This is your 20th season. Well, he, he does and, and uh, he does mention it's his 20th season. And the way that he starts sort of talking to Johnny, this is his 20th season. And now this is uh, the point in which... I start trying to put some stuff together, as I do on this show. And I'm going, wow. Johnny Bananas, 20 seasons, six wins. Another thing that TJ mentions. Six wins. Does he get his seventh in this season and then retire? I mean, it would be quite a season to go out on. He's got a huge storyline with his ultimate mortal enemy, Joining forces with him, Wes, the guy who may right now throw himself in and get eliminated or eliminate Johnny from this game. I mean, it's it's quite a season for Johnny, and and I'm starting to now pull for Johnny Bananas a little bit. Wow. I'm starting to go. Maybe this is what we need for the franchise. He just needs to get one more win, go out on top, twenty seasons. All-time legend, great edit on a season, having fun, playing with his enemies, turning them into friends. I mean, as far as a resume goes and as far as, far as a legacy goes, winning this season, I think even Johnny could feel comfortable about retiring. Are you saying this is the last dance? I'm, th- I'm saying... the 1998 NBA Finals? I'm saying this might be the last dance for maybe Wes and Johnny, depending on... Who goes further and who wins? But I'm really seeing it with Johnny this season. I'll tell you right now, Wes is not getting a winner's edit from my point of view. Well, he we'll looks see. dejected. TJ says, uh, so what's up? What's happening? You guys voted for Swaggy, Kyle, and Corey. Uh, what's going to happen? Who has what it takes to take out bananas? Wes says, I'm going in. Dun, dun, dun. He did it, guys. He did it. More Wes and Bananas retrospective. Then we get a little talk from TJ. He says, my entire challenge career, I've been waiting for this. Sick-ass shit. He doesn't say that, but he basically does. I've been waiting my entire challenge career for some sick-ass shit like this from you bros. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I found it interesting that he said challenge career because you hear a lot of challengers say stuff like challenge career or say the term challenge career. 
But TJ legitimately has that is his career is the challenge. Yeah, and I, and I he never, is the only one that can say that. Uh, Johnny can, West can as well. Some other people can, but I mean, really, it's a handful of people who can say that. And really, at the head of that handful is is uh, is TJ because good I mean, old TJ. It has been his career. He's done more seasons than any of them. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. This elimination is called Charge the Wall. Um, it is basically a giant wall with punchable squares. So I guess it's just kind of plastered over squares. Within these squares, I would say there's roughly, it's kind of like a tower wall going up. I would say there's probably like roughly 50 squares, maybe 70. And within them are three giant batteries. You want to find a battery and you want to go and run back and put it into a little battery outlet type thing. Once you get three, your alarm will go off, you win. But uh, there's so many different punchable squares. You don't really know where the battery is, and you got to go through all of them. This is going to be an endurance thing. Uh, this is going to be um, a mental thing, too, because you can get too excited punching in these blocks and overlook a battery. They are large batteries, thank goodness. I was thinking they were going to be the size of double A's. So I was like, no one's going to be able to see that. No, they're like large, large bright green batteries yeah and it's basically the idea is you you climb you punch a, a hole into a block and then you climb up that square use it as a ladder these guys go head to head i mean johnny gets one west gets one johnny gets one he's at two um they've now punched all of their squares and they're all just looking for it banana west gets his second he's got it in his hands banana gets his third pops it in there bananas wins Bananas wins, sending Wes home. This was a pretty exciting um, uh, little purgatory. Um, I would say that it wasn't the most exciting. It felt like it could have been more exciting. If these were two nobodies going up against one another, I don't think we would be as excited by it. Um, but it's not. It's the two titans of this game right now. And head-to-head, uh, -head, Wes unfortunately going home. Bananas winning. Sending Wes home, and uh, I'll tell you, they hug each other for about four hours. It seems like they really, really have a moment. I mean, again, Wes staring off into the distance, Wes looking shocked. Wes is processing. Shocked. He's not really. It's really bananas kissing and I hugging love you. and loving. Yeah, and, everyone. I tear up. Ashley at home tears up. You know, it's like it never ends. Like they're taking bows at one another. They're handshaking. They're butt patting. They're, they're playing a prank on each other. They're giving each other noogies. An then they're hugging. An orchestra comes out. Someone's playing a violin. Then they slap each other across the face then they start making out then they slap each other across they're sharing the face pictures again. of their family uh i mean it's like so much and then you at, at first you know you see the people who are the other challengers surrounding the purgatory ring kind of clapping it up for the two of them cheering for bananas saying good job wes great game and then i would say maybe on hour two of their sort of uh, coronation here or whatever you want to call it um uh, you you get shots of the purgatory. They're like now kind of like sitting crisscross applesauce, like falling asleep, uh, like slumping over. They're, they're they're bored of it. It seems like it's only exciting for Johnny Bananas at this point. Yeah. Uh, and finally, Wes goes home. And Bananas says this can this can finally settle the age old argument. Who's better, Bananas or Wes? <laughs> Turns out I am. Yeah. Once again, I would like to bring up the champs. Versus Stars Elimination. Yeah. 
What the heck? What the heck? And that's the episode. You get a little exit interview with Wes talking about that it's the worst way for him to go out with Johnny. But then other in other ways, it's the best way to go out. He wouldn't want to go out against anybody else. He took a chance. He failed. Um, he feels really low at this moment. And he hopes that at one point this will be really funny to him. But right now, it hurts really bad. So he's got to go home to uh, Kansas or wherever he lives and shave that beard. And it's unfortunate. I actually hope he doesn't. I think he's looking hot. Yeah, you like his beard. You know what? I did not think it was attractive. And then I'm so susceptible to the power of influence. Mm -hmm. But um, I was texting a friend and they said for one second last episode, I thought Wes was a look like a Nordic warrior and it was hot. And now I'm like, wow. Wes is kind of hot. Crazy. And, uh, you know, he's going home. It's unfortunate. He's one Put of my favorite Put a bag of players. chips in his hands. See what I do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Put a bag of chips in his hands and Ashley will go crazy. Yeah, um, he's one of our, he's a, one of our faves. Yeah, it's unfortunate to see him. But uh, it, now I'm really, now I'm watching Johnny's game pretty, pretty closely. I wouldn't want point. Wes to go home to anybody else. Yeah, really. It was a good season for him. It's too bad that he's going home. Um and I had one final thing to say about this, and I don't remember what it was, so it'll—I guess it'll have to—we'll <laughs> have to save it till next time. Um, but uh, thanks for listening. That's been the podcast. That's been the recap. Make sure that you guys are listening to our show on Mondays. Every Monday we drop a show where Ash and I just talk about our lives a little bit. We talk a little bit about the reality TV that we've been watching and a whole bunch of other crap, and it's a lot of fun. Plus, we got the Patreon going, and of course, we'll be back next week to recap the next. Next episode of the Challenge Total Madness. And as always, may TJ think everything is super sick. And may TJ mention his challenge career multiple times forever and always. Forever and always. Goodbye. Bye.